is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler back here on Steelers Nation Radio for segment number two. Oh, and you might be asking yourself, well, why is Arthur Motes talking about this being segment number two if he just said this was Steelers Nation Radio? Well, I'm actually glad that you asked, my friend, because today's episode, along with every episode that you will hear from us, is recorded in podcast format because you can get this wherever you happen to get your podcast at. And Mm. for the non-millennials, the, you know, generation that may not be as familiar with podcasts, think of it like Netflix. Everybody's made with Netflix now. My grandma has a Netflix account. Wes, it's pretty crazy. She's like, yo, mm-hmm. hey, 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 grandson, you know, I'm able to watch this stuff whenever I want to on demand. I say, hey, well, guess what? You know, we got a podcast and it's the exact same concept. Wherever you get your podcast at, I'm talking Google, I'm talking iTunes, I'm talking Apple Play. It does it matter. It doesn't matter at all. Type in Steelers Blitz and that is Blitz with a Z on the end of it. And then from there, you'll be able to subscribe to this channel and get all of the amazing episodes that we give out along with, you know, all the other Steelers Nation content that is coming out here, man. So don't miss out on that opportunity. Steelers Blitz, and that is Blitz with a Z, wherever you get your podcast at. I was trying to see if you was going to try it today. Uh, I was looking at you. I listen, said, it was just my birthday. I, I'm not trying ooh, to get humiliated this close ooh. to my name day. All right. I mean, I was actually going to let you win. I ain't going to lie. I was going to let you win today, too. <laughs> no, you were. No, I know. I know when you play like when you play checkers with your kids, you don't let them win. Ooh, man, I was definitely going to let you win because I'm a good Samaritan. But anywho, we obviously just heard from Kevin Cobra right there. And it was awesome because he hit on a ton of stuff. Some questions that we really wanted answers to, right? Yeah. Um, in the sense of how competitive is this team trying to be? Um, even in the sense of his viewpoint on the quarterback room. But more importantly, a couple of things that stood out to me pertaining to the conversation that we've already been having today is with the wide receivers. Deontay Johnson, Juju Smith-Schuster in particular. Now, before we get to the juju element, I want to continue back on before we had left off that, you know, with the Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool conversation, we were just essentially saying, man, how confident do we feel in these guys, right? Do we feel like either one of these guys are true number one receivers or are going to take that next step and emerge as that true number one? And I know you had, you know, a little bit of, uh, I don't want to call it skepticism, but you just didn't view them to the same level of a true number one receiver. And For me, honestly, I concur with you. I I feel the same way. I think that both of those guys are really good. But I think right now, Deontay is a high-end number two. And I think Chase has the potential to be a number one. That dirty P word. Uh Uh-oh. Don't tell my mom I said that now. It's it's combine week. That word's getting thrown around a lot. Oh, my goodness. Yes, it, it is crazy. But when I think of Chase, it's just like, man, how confident are we that he is going to develop, that he is going to take that next step this year? I don't know if I'm willing to just hang my hat solely on those two guys taking that next step because we are going to have to see them without Ben Roethlisberger. Mm-hmm. And that is something neither one of those guys have really had to experience. At what, granted, I'll take it back. Deontay did, but granted, Deontay was a rookie. So it was kind of like, you know, you don't really know what to expect, right? Sure. But that's the part for me where I really want to see, you know, just how far they can develop. But I don't know if, if we're talking about legitimately 
competing for a championship. And I say that now with conviction because we've heard Kevin Colbert say it. Everybody got a chance now. Remember, first segment I had to tease. Hey, man, I heard it. I don't know if you heard it yet, but I heard it. We were here to say You hear? Segment. I heard Right it. there. We all just heard it. He said it verbatim. They're trying to win a Super Bowl. That is the goal. So with that being the case, I'm definitely <laughs> feeling a little bit more of a sense of urgency of upgrading that room. Now, when I think of both of those guys doing terms of Deontay and, and uh, Chase, I don't necessarily – or put it like this. I still question – are they good enough that I could bring in another B caliber receiver in the sum be greater than the whole, or do I really have to go out there and get a bona fide number one, like how you were talking about in terms of the Julio Jones conversation, just in terms of speculation, obviously there's no connection right sure, there, but sure. just for namesake, like a guy who was available this time right, last right. year. But, but for me, I could honestly see a scenario where you don't have to go crazy high in where you could go and say, man, who's guys that are potential reach or potential cat casualties, right? We talk about Joe Schober, for example, on defense. And we say, man, he's still a really good player, but because of his contract, he's a potential cat casualty. He's a potential guy that's going to get released, even though he's still a good player. So when I look around the league, I say, man, could we go that route at wide receiver? Could we potentially see somebody whether they're a slot receiver or, <clears throat> or a outside receiver. And we just feel like, you know what? Yeah, I think this guy, I, I think that if you mix him into this equation, he could really help us out. He could really help out whoever's at quarterback. This is a, a more a more so a get open and run after catch guy. When I think of that in context, that's why I just feel like it's so much in play here. Yeah. But with that being the case, because like I said, I've been thinking about that. Do you feel the same way about Deontay and Chase that those two, along with another guy in their class, potentially could be the sum that we need in terms of creating that productivity? Or do you think that they need an alpha in that room? They need a true bona fide number one to really help those other two guys out? Man, now that's a heavy question. Um, ideally, I'd like to answer this after training camp when I know who the quarterback's going to be for sure. <laughs> but we don't have that luxury. Listen, otherwise, I'll tell you right now, all right, if it's Russell Wilson coming to Pittsburgh, yeah, they can get another B guy in the, mm-hmm. in the, in the sum can be greater than the, than the, than the parts. <sighs> do I think that? Yeah, I do. Because, again, Chase Claypool could, Chase, Chase Claypool could do the Bud Dupree. And just, you know, it could really click for him and all that potential all of a sudden could be realized. And, and, but once again, when did Bud click? When he had a TJ Watt that was playing out of his mind opposite him. Mm-hmm. So once again, I still feel like that goes back to you have to have that dog mm-hmm. at quarterback. And mm-hmm. not saying that we don't have it, but we cannot confirm nor deny that we do or do not have it. And, and it's tough to get that. That's, that's tough. How many of that? I mean, there's there's less than 10 right. of those guys in the league, maybe 10 of those guys in the league. I was about to say, 10, you're being generous. I say five. Yeah, five maybe six or maybe like, six. Like, or six. If, if you like, give like someone like this, legit, like the, legit. if you give some of the young up, like if you give some of the Herberts credit mm-hmm. for that, then you could maybe say like seven. But yeah, but in terms of the guys that are 100% nailed on absolutes, you're right. It's it's probably five. Yeah. Maybe. Um, oh, man. It will be 
Listen, man, I wish I'm, I wish y'all could see how my man Wes is I'm stressing his right now. I don't want listen. I, I don't wish like y'all could Arthur see Mo this. Asks me thought provoking questions. All right, I like the easy goofball softball bad. questions. I feel bad that I'm making you think this hard a day after your birthday, baby. <laughs> I, I feel guilty over here. Um, you, you you listen. This is I, I feel like at risk of sounding exactly like we said a, sounded a year ago with the offensive line. Mm-hmm. Well, it's got to get better. It's got to get better. Wide receiver room has to be better this year. Like it, Absolutely. It, it just has to. And you're almost certainly going to be without James Washington and, and, and probably Juju Smith-Schuster as well, too. So, yeah, I. the only way that I can say this wide receiver room gets better is either that they, they take a dude at 20 who ends up having a very solid rookie year or they bring somebody else in to be that third piece and maybe you don't have the superstar bonafide number one, but you've got three really good wide receivers. That I think is is the more realistic path here. But what would that even look like in terms of when we're sitting here this time next year and we're gauging these guys? We're saying, "Hey, man, they upgraded the room." What does like what would that look like? Oh, it it has to be one of two things, right? That you've referenced. It either has to be the veteran alpha in the room. And we going, see that impact. We see that leadership is going to command respect or, or it has to be a young guy with the potential to be a, a, a bona fide number one. Cause I don't think you can get both. I don't think you can I bring agree. in the veteran. Who's the, the bona fide number, unless you want to start throwing first round draft picks around and that would just be foolish. Right. So I don't know, man. It's a tough proposition. It really is. It's a tough, no, without you're, a doubt, man. you're asking me the tough questions here. Arthur Motes. I'm going to need more than 80K to, to do this role for the Steelers. All right. I just decided this is too stressful. Uh, all right. So I give 81K then. I give you my side. I give, I give my 1%. Listen, you see, all this, you see this inflation out here? That's not enough of a raise. <laughs> 90K. 90. Wow. I see you. Go ahead and bang the table and demand that pay, baby. Demand it. Yes, indeed. <laughs> it's, no, it's, but, it's tough, though, because you, you, there's, there's no easy answer. In this regard. Right. Now, going back to what Kevin Cobert was talking about, though, he was asked about in terms of extending a Deontay Johnson. When do you do that? When do those conversations start? And he said that, you know, he tries to wait until after free agency, after the draft, after the unrestricted guys get taken care of, then he'll address, yeah. you know, Deontay yeah. Johnson. And he said it wasn't even a guarantee that he would pay him. But then he also had another guy that he talked about prior to that, and that was Juju. Mm-hmm. And he talked about how Juju came out there, you know, came back from the injury and still gave them something. Do you feel like, you know, there's a chance that Juju could return based on what sure. we just heard from Kevin Colbert? I think and there's always. So what does that number look like then? Mm-hmm. I think when you, right. you know, when, when you have the, uh, the cap space that the Steelers are going to have this offseason, certainly more than they've had in, in a long time. Um, there's, there's, there's absolutely a possibility. There, there certainly is. What does that look like? Now that's the question, because again, wide receivers, they make a nice chunk of change. Arthur Motes. Yes. I mean, if you know, we call that you and I joke, we call the quarterbacks, the prom Kings. I mean, you know, what's that? The wide receivers are the homecoming Kings. Then maybe <laughs> it's not quite prom, but it's, you know, it's, it's right. They, they up there though, without a doubt. Um, that, that that's that's going to be a decent number it's it's just it just has to you're you're not going to get him on some type of like bridge deal or 
oh, let's bring him back for one more year because I don't think Juju's going to do that. And I do think somebody will will offer him more than the Steelers realistically would like to. That's just the nature of free agency and the nature of the position. You know, maybe there's a team out there that thinks they're a wide receiver away and and, and Juju's the guy. And if we bring him in, then then you know, then we've got the the infinity stones and we're we're ready to roll here with our with our gauntlet and snap our fingers and win the Super Bowl. I, I certainly, though, I, th- I think it's a possibility. I would not bet that it's going to happen. I would say it's more than likely that, that Juju is, is playing next season in a different city for a different franchise and a different team and fan base and not nearly as good radio hosts on the network as we have here in Pittsburgh, obviously. I would agree. Um, but that's where it gets interesting. If they, they think, think there's no real viable option in free agency, or at least one that's worth it, and right. if they don't, if they're looking at it and they don't think it's a realistic, you know, that they're going to take a guy in the first round who can come in and, and, and contribute right away. Maybe your most realistic option is to try and run it back with Juju. Hmm. Hmm. I like it. I like it, man. You always get every time I try to push you to the limit, you always come back with something good to make me think as well. Ah. So instead of me responding, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take the cop out. I'm going to just go to break because <laughs> I don't want to answer what you just said. I don't want to rebuttal to that, okay? Because that sounds too good. It, it makes too side. much sense. Uh, no, no, no. Because when we come back, I'm going to act like I forgot all about it. Okay. But okay. <laughs> this is Arthur Motes and Wesley Euler on Steelers Nation Radio.